Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name is Christine, one of the hosts of the podcast, and I'm joined by the founder of Unseminary, Rich. Rich, today we are in part three of our announcement series, and our article is called Stop Copying and Pasting the Announcements for Your Church. Yeah. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Okay. Did your mom say that when you were a kid? Did you, was that like a saying around your house? I have heard that saying. I don't know if my mom used it, but I can picture your mom saying it. Yeah, it, I think she did. I And if I, if you didn't, mom, if you're listening... <laughs> You know, I, I attribute it to you as all, you know, just positive. It's like homespun advice from your mom. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Uh, if you were to do a search online today for, you know, stuff around announcements, what you see is a lot of it is exactly this. It's like 18 announcements you can copy into your service this weekend. You know, copy and paste these offering talks. Uh you know, just take this and plug it in. These are the magic words to say. Friends, this is a time to think very carefully about your weekend service announcements and what you're doing. I think we've got to readdress this. We've got to think about this carefully. Uh, we we don't want to just copy and paste. In fact, this whole article is really why we shouldn't do that. We want to give you some kind of pointers on why on why uh, you don't want to do that and, and really help you think about training. Because ultimately, that's what you want to do is provide great training that helps your people get your people engaged. Now, it's understandable that you might think, you know, it's easier simply to copy and paste. But in fact, uh, there may be a couple of reasons why you why you don't or why you want to do this, why you're leaning towards this negative habit. So it's like one of those things you might do but you you know that um, this is maybe a bad idea. A couple of those reasons is you, say, you you personally, as a church leader, you just can't stand doing it. You're like, it's just like a hassle. If you get asked to do it, you don't want to do it, that sort of thing. You know, you, you're maybe not sure what to say on the weekend. So it's like, I'm not sure. What do I get up and talk about? And so you're tempted to copy and paste or, um, or frankly, you're not sure even why we do do the announcements. This could be one of those things where it's like, I don't see this in the Bible. They, you know, although there was that time where Paul uh, asked them to bring his coat from Troas. Um, but, but yeah, you might be unsure why. And so those would be a couple of the reasons why you might tend towards this. But friends, stay tuned to the end. I want to give you a better path. This is now is not a time to copy and paste uh, your announcements. All right. Well, let's jump in. Um, why is copying and pasting your announcement an announcement script from a website a terrible idea for your church? You start with some best practices. Yeah. So best practices versus blind copying. So there's there's a there's a distinction I want to make here. I do think that as church leaders, we should be looking. Uh, to other churches, to leading churches, you know, looking to the people that are a little farther down the road than us and understanding the best practices from them. Finding leading churches that are five steps ahead in various aspects is a great way for your ministry to level up its development. In fact, this is why we do the podcast, you know, the Thursday podcast. We're 600 episodes in, almost 600 episodes in, which is crazy. Uh, and, you know, that is all about not not blind copying from other churches. But if you were to listen to all 600 of those, you'll pick up that, whoa, there's like some best practices here that we need to be applying 
uh, to our church. Blind copying is just taking what they do. It's just saying, well, that guy does it this way. I don't know why he does it. I don't know what, what the practice is behind. I don't know what the kind of the thinking behind it is. I don't know why they're doing it that way. We're just going to blind copy it. And I could tell you, if you blind copy from other people, as opposed to looking for the best practice and trying to, you know, really understand what's underneath of it, uh, you won't have the same results. So yeah, we, we it's blind best practice is good. Blind copying, bad. I gotcha. Okay. Well, in the article, you mentioned that the musical worship portion of a service is all about transcendence and, and hoping that people are, will connect with God. And the teaching portion of what you do in a service is about transformation and helping people wrestle through how to apply scripture to their daily lives. What is the announcement portion all about? Great question. So the announcements is all about engagement. It really is the part of the service that it's like this little morsel. It's maybe five minutes long. We did a study a couple of years ago. We found that on average, leading churches are using five minutes of their weekend service for uh, announcements. And it's this five minutes is like a focused moment all about getting people to move to action. It's about getting them to engage. And we all know um, that more than ever now, you know, one of the things that's become very clear in this season, uh, all of our churches are like, what are we doing to get more people to attend our weekend services? What are we doing to get them to plug into teams? How can we get them into groups? We were saying engagement is a huge deal pre-pandemic, but now like every church leader knows that you clearly see it. And so this part of our services is all about engagement. It's five minutes. It's like a concentrated portion that's just about engagement. You know, it's like uh, when you think about uh, airplanes, you know, modern airplanes, I don't know if you know this, uh, but most modern airplanes, the actual, the longest part of the flight, the part where you're in the air is completely on autopilot. They, the, the pilots aren't actually doing anything beyond monitoring the systems. They're basically just double checking. However, the takeoff and landing, that part is still done by humans. And why is that? Because air, the airlines understand that that is like a critically important part of what we do. In the same way, friends, this part of what we do, we cannot put it on autopilot. We can't just copy and paste from somebody else and not think about it. It's too important. We will flub the landing if we do that. We want to focus, get some human thinking, brain power, prayer, uh, Holy Spirit, power infused time into the announcement portion. We cannot flub this. We want to uh, really, so it's all about engagement. It's about how do we get people to engage. All right. Well, you've got three reasons not to copy and paste the announcements this week at your church. Tell us about those. Okay. So number one is your church isn't in Alpharetta. <laughs> now, I listen, we've got friends in Alpharetta. I love I love me some Alpharetta, Georgia. It's a beautiful place. If you got to live somewhere, that's not a bad place to live. Mm-hmm. But your church is not in Alpharetta. Stick with me if your church is in Alpharetta for a second, friends. Uh, your church is not in Alpharetta. Every resource you find online comes from a singular context and is written by a group of leaders in a particular perspective on the world. While you might actually be in Alpharetta, Georgia, if the resources are from a different church community, then they don't have the same context as your church. Your church is moving your people towards the next steps that you need people to take. You need to develop a resource and develop your announcement time as a resource to meet your church's unique voice needs, the kind of your, your how you speak, how you want to connect with people. Copying and pasting will make you sound like some other church in some other context, and it won't meet the very specific needs that your church has to move people forward. Uh, This is particularly a problem. I didn't write about this here. This is a particularly a problem when we study those national churches, like when we look at, and it's like every church movement, like every kind of stream of Christianity has like four or five churches that they just think are like the bomb. And it's different in every church, right? Um, So like you might really love 
uh, Elevation Church. You might not love them, but you might really love Elevation. And so what you do is you just watch what Elevation does and you just copy and paste that. You try to have a band that's as good as them and all that. And, and, and you, you're, you're not, you're not them. You're not, you're not them. Um, and so, yeah, so you're not in Alpharetta. That's a, that all those resources that come online that are copy and paste, they come from a particular context. That's not your church context. And your team has unique needs. Okay. So, you know, that team member, uh, who does announcements at your church that seems to every weekend turn the five minutes of their hosting spot into a personal stand-up comedy routine. You know that person? Or or what about the person on the other end of the spectrum who you really want them to do announcements, but like they are, they got like sweaty palms. They get up there and they are sweating through their shirt every single weekend. No copy and paste resource will help you navigate the unique needs of your team. There, No copy and paste resource will help you tackle the people who um, you need to kind of help coach through this. You, you've got to look at your actual people. So it's not just that your church context is different than the resources that come. The people that you're actually doing this with are different. They're, they're unique and you, you can't take some sort of generic resource, give it to them and expect that it will meet the unique needs that you have. All right. Thirdly, you're called to develop people. So the training and equipping of people is core to what we're called to do as church leaders. You know, I think of Ephesians 4 verse 12 which is like the clearest job description for all of us that work in the church. It is about raising up of people. And you know, what it doesn't say in there, in there, in that passage is, uh, you know, you are called to hand out copy and paste resources, uh, and have them, you know, replicate that. Uh, no, no, it's about training and equipping of people. You know, you are, uh, you need to move beyond just looking at some copy and paste resource that you found late one Saturday night that doesn't meet the needs of your community. You need to look into a deeper solution that is about equipping them. In fact, a little inconvenient training can go a long way to helping your church, not only in the, in the announcement, but in so many aspects of what we do. And I don't think it needs to be a lot. It could be like 20 minutes a week. 30 minutes a week of thinking about this part of what we do could make a huge difference in the overall engagement of your, of your community and make the people who are doing this so much better, make them more confident, uh, help them do what they uh, need to do. Training is a critical part of how we people, or how we help people grow and develop uh, in their faith. All right, Rich, if people are looking for more help, maybe on the training side of things or just with announcements in general, what's their next step? Okay, so we're uh, launching, it is launched uh, as we speak. It's been out there for a bit, but I want you to uh to pick it up if you scroll to the bottom of this article so the day that this article releases the first video releases uh so you're gonna want to go there right now and it you can pick up a three-part video series so you can join us if you haven't already and i just want to tell you what the three-part videos are today's video is five reasons why people aren't listening to your hosting then in a couple days you're going to get another one called the one best practice to ensure higher engagement in your announcements and then the third is three church hosting myths debunked this is a three-part video series completely free it's a part of a much broader resource that we're doing that does provide some weekly training but this one's free uh kind of it kind of scratches the surface really kind of gives you a preview of the much bigger resource that we're uh, we're launching in just a couple days that i'm super excited about all right well thank you rich as someone who gets to be part of our services kind of in that announcement slot i'm excited to check out those videos thank you to our listeners you can find this and other helpful articles at unseminary.com Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary Podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. 
presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.